New chapter, we write our own script. Write our own script, man. That's just one step, man. You guys know how this go. But more importantly, man, this is about us. This is about you. You guys made up your minds what we was gonna do, and we did it. Exactly what the we said. And then we did it. Hey, man, I know the coaches, the whole organization, the whole building is proud of More importantly, I'm happy for you guys. It was rough the last two weeks. Biggest window, the front window. And guess what? Every door we go into, we're kicking that from now on. But no thanks about it, man. Hey, man, you know what this time is? I'll see you Wednesday! Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. You love it. This is the worst time. Work's become more fun for Adam Hill, but a Raider Nation that is invigorated, re-energized, is your nightmare. Well, I just don't want to see the I, – I, I'm not thrilled for the downfall, which is coming. I mean, what, do you, think, what do you think expectations are, though? That, I mean, it's a let's great question. It's a great question because I, I definitely think there are people that are like, we're going to crush everyone now. Like, no. It's still a bad team. I mean, who – we talked about it on Friday. Who didn't know that the Raiders would maul the Giants? It was the easiest well, bet of the weekend. Well, hold on. I will I will stay right the here. The Giants aren't trying no, to win. But I will tell you They're right now. They're not trying I, to win. Well, hold on. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. Th- this could be a hot take. I don't know. Daniel Jones doesn't get hurt. Giants win that game. Oh, wow. That is a hot take. Yeah. Explain. You already saw them. It, it, it was settled in. Right? The Raiders had an opening drive, which was – Really, it was a very smart opening drive. The, the Giants can't stop the run, and the Raiders went down and said, we're not going to throw the ball. I think they threw once on the opening drive. Run, 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 establish it. And and I thought they caught the Giants off guard a little bit with what they did because I think the Giants spent all week designing blitzes. That's what Wink Martindale does to get to Aiden O'Connell and to get them on their heels. And instead the Giants said, no. Or excuse me, the Raiders said, no, we're going to run. And then that drive worked. Giants' drive was a disaster to open. Then Daniel Jones started to settle in a little bit, and the Raiders' offense couldn't do anything for a couple drives. And you say, okay, the Giants have kind of taken back momentum a little bit here. And then Daniel Jones gets hurt. Two of Tommy DeVito's first three passes are intercepted. It's still 7-0, late second quarter. Still 7-0. DeVito's out, those two picks, and the Giants quit. Uh, I fully believe that Dable made a decision a couple of weeks ago that when games are close going into the fourth quarter, we're not going to win. That's so, possible. So I think he would have. I'll use the word "jaked it." I think okay. he would. I think he would have shut things down. Uh, the argument I had last they, week they, was they just they were they they were coming off a win two weeks ago, but the Jets game and was they, un, the Jets game was unreal. And let's also be honest. Well, that was Devito. No, but here's the argument. Here's the argument I was having last week. They wouldn't let Devito throw the ball. Because he can't. Well, boy, oh, boy, he threw it a lot yesterday, didn't he? Well, two of his first three passes were intercepted. But he kept throwing. Right. Didn't he started out 15 once to they 20? Went, once they went prevent, then he started, he started completing some passes. But he they're – not, They're not going to try and win a game for the rest of the year. I'm, no, they're not. I'm guessing I – I think they were done. I think they showed in the Jets game that they were done. Yeah. We'll now it's hard to massage yeah. a, a winless close seven game, you know, in your eighth game. But he got it done. Great job. I'd, I, he better have a Cadillac or whatever car you want. Whatever bonus car, the freaking Giants owner better freaking bonus him after that Jets game. That was masterful. A masterful yeah. lesson in how to lose on purpose. Well, 
putting Tommy DeVito in the game is the but then not letting him throw the ball because he can't stop. In a competitive, and you know negative what, passing Actually, yards. you know what? Uh, who also gets a Cadillac is Joe Shane for not having a third quarterback on the roster yeah. who can throw or who they don't believe can throw. And that they can sell it to the fans like he can't throw, so what are we going to yeah. do? Well, they have I one, don't know. Get another quarterback. Yeah. They have one quarterback on the roster. It's Tyrod. That's the only quarterback that they have. He ain't coming back. I mean, Daniel Jones is a disaster. He gets a Cadillac, too. Tired for getting hurt for don't, near, don't play for nearly dying don't play. There was concerned. I was reading what they were concerned he, that he, he had. He overdid it. Uh, it was it was scary, very scary what they thought that he had, which turned out he doesn't. But uh, that was brutal. Yeah, um, those ribs. They thought that they thought his ribs had punctured his his I guess his heart and lung. Oh great! Uh, but they didn't. Like they were very you know they got very lucky because he was in the hospital uh, for that next day. Uh, but it didn't happen. But yeah, I mean, he he's all they have. So I I do, but I do think if they would have maybe tried to lose at the end, I don't know. But I'm I'm saying the game is very competitive and probably could go either way if Daniel Jones doesn't get hurt. Okay, I don't believe that, but you made a good case. Um, Aiden O'Connell, much much better than Chargers. Uh, the Chargers disaster, right? Yeah. Much better. Yeah, I mean, Aiden O'Connell, 350 yards, four touchdowns yesterday. Um, really really impressive effort. Uh, by him, he. Cle- I mean, I don't. Obviously, think those were the numbers. They weren't. I. I mean, based no. on Twitter reaction, I thought that's what he did. No, he didn't. What, oh, he had two hundred yards and no touchdowns. That's not. I mean, I. I feel like that's not what people. Well, how many? The the bar is very low. How many sacks did he take? And how many? Yeah, and that. How many again, times did he fumble? To be. I mean, obviously, I'm joking about that because the the reaction of hey, no, Connell is the good. <laughs> okay, relax. Um, he did a good job managing the game, but again, what they did was came out and ran the, ran the ball in the first drive, scored very, very, very good job by hard degree in in designing that and saying we're not going to put him in harm's way. And then once you have the lead, again, a couple of pretty bad drives. I think three and out on the next drive, maybe one first down on the drive after that. Um, really, were going nowhere when they were you know kind of playing it straight up. And once the Giants quit, which was after those two interceptions by Devito. Um, now you're in a position where you don't have to drop back and throw the ball. If you do, it's quick throws or it's a play action where you have some pocket and you you have some time, and he never really was in harm's way at all. I mean, the offensive line was good, but they've been pretty good anyway. They did a great job, but really it was it was game script that put them in a, in a spot where they didn't have to rely on him. Now, would Jimmy Garoppolo have been able to do the things that, that – uh, Aiden O'Connell did in terms of managing the game. I don't think so. Not the way he's, not his, the way his health is right now. I mean, he's he can't throw the ball from you know it's a small studio where he can't throw the ball from me to you. Uh, it can't happen. He's just too hurt. He can't do it. Uh, so O'Connell was able to do that, which was very very good. But I I think anybody that came out of that game and said, "Wow, Aiden O'Connell, what a performance!" Like no, he he did literally what he had to do. And by the way, in the second half, he was bad, bad, bad in the second half. So I mean, those are those are things that you that you look for and say, okay, there's something to build on. He did a great job for the game situation, doing what he had to do. Can he take the next step and make plays? That remains to be seen. But that's that's what they're going to have to do if they're going to actually beat real NFL football teams. Come on. I don't like how Adam Hill is trying to pour, pour cold water on this win. Oh, sorry. You know. <laughs> Uh, you know what? The Giants are a Super Bowl contender, and and you know they came in and you know they had their dreams dashed by just a great performance by the Raiders. You know what a wise that, man once said: "We don't get fish say? back." Okay, All right, can't apologize for winning. No, you don't throw fish back. You're right. Well, that's the old yeah. regime. This one might. This regime might throw fish. What back. about those eight sacks yesterday? Look, 
Yes, yes. The defense was defense picking it up against Tommy DeVito. He's an NFL player, right? By the way, two sacks. You realize two sacks were Daniel Jones fell down twice on dropbacks, and one was I think uh, he just ran out of bounds. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, again, I'm I'm not diminishing what the defense. The defense was unbelievable against what they had to play against. Maybe some would say they (laughs) took their foot off the gas in the second half. Of course they did. Absolutely they did. There's no question about that. Uh, and they could they could have probably done even more. Like the defense was unbelievable yesterday, and the offense did what they had to do. And I don't think they would have been capable of doing that under Garoppolo. I think you have to give Aiden O'Connell credit for what he did, absolutely. But you don't have to you don't have to make not everything is the greatest or the the most impressive or the the wildest change of all time. He did what he had to do and did something that the other quarterback could not do. Give him credit for that. Celebrate him for doing that. But that's it. Adam, I'm going to stand up for Raider Nation here, guys. If you're listening, pound your chest. Be proud. Because after you beat the Jets 5-5, five and five, the playoff push is coming. So you think, it, you think the 4% is misleading? 4%? After they beat the Jets, maybe that bumps up to 6%. Yeah, and then they got Dolphins and Chiefs. Two years ago, the odds weren't on their side either. But they well, just they kept were, winning. Yeah, they were like 40%. <laughs> the, uh, the torn ACL for Jones. Yeah. That was not contact? No, was, he was he was dropping back and well, so he heard it. the The last play of the first quarter, he was he was dropping back. He tried to make a move in the pocket and just fell, and he was clearly limping throughout. And that was a Max Crosby sack. So Max Crosby tapped him down. That was a sack, but it was really he just fell down. Uh, and then during the intermission, he was really hobbling around, uh, was struggling to get out there. Waved off the trainers and said, "I'm good. I'm going to go back out." And uh, first play of the second quarter, he, he drops back on his third step of the drop back. His knee just gives way and he falls again. Uh, and Malcolm Coots tapped him down. Right. Uh, that was Malcolm Coots' first sack since December 21st, 2021. So essentially. And, uh, <laughs> and I talked to him about that. He goes, look, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, when we look back in the annals of Raiders history, Max Crosby and Malcolm Coots tore Danny Dimes ACL. Or the Allegiant Stadium grass. Wait, grass, we, turf, what, what you want from I us, I thought man? we wanted to play on grass. We do. Okay. I'm just saying the grass is what got credit. The, the turf monster got him? Yeah. Well, it's also, I mean, Daniel Dan Jones gets hurt by looking in the mirror. So, Damon, this is your unofficial welcome to football on Cofield and Company. What do you mean? Even when you win, the glass is bone dry. Or with a what, couple of trickles in it. What are you talking it. about? Can I, give you, can I just give you something? This is why people love you, too. Um, I was having a conversation last week. And it was after we had we had you came on the show and we had listed like eight to ten things that did in Josh McDaniels on the field and off the field. And one of our friends said it wasn't the roster, you know, that had him go nine and sixteen. It was the coaching. He walked into a ten and seven team. It had nothing to do with a rebuild. So I responded, Well, you know, Adams always claimed the ten and seven season was phony. They just won a bunch of close games. And the person responded with, ha-ha, isn't that the goal? He didn't buy that the 10-7 and 7 season was well, kind of phony. By the way, um, which you consistently – We don't consist- have to make it about the Raiders. You consistently said that, that it was – It was fool's gold. Yeah, it was Which, by the way, gold. have you noticed everyone using that phrase about 2021 now? No. That's, I mean, that's been – that's mine. We all know that's mine. Why don't you put – like fool's gold and quotes on your Twitter account with a I TM up there. I should have. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll go one step further. You know what team was really phony last year that made the playoffs? 
the Giants. Yeah. And everybody knew they were phony. They were like 23rd in, in, in DVOA. They had a bunch of close wins that they didn't deserve to win. They had a, a I think, just like the Raiders, I think the Raiders beat, what, six backup quarterbacks? The Giants beat like three. But, like, last year's Giants were the 2021 Raiders. Mm -hmm. And you see what happens. Like, there is a regression. That is a real thing. And it's not just, you know, you always talk trash about the Raiders. No, I talk how things are. So the Giants were phony last year. And now they're paying the price for that. The Raiders were phony in 2021. I don't know who doesn't see that. All right, we got a couple of texts. Six, six nine one eight seven is our text line, our Finley Kia text line. Six nine one eight seven code word ESPN. All right, well, Adam, you can answer this one after. But how was Jimmy's reaction after the game? And maybe you just texted this one yourself. Raiders are screwing themselves with this win, and a few more that will be had in the later weeks. Of Dummies. Course. Of course. Can I tell you that I don't know that there's a happier person in the locker room than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's getting paid. <laughs> he's getting paid. He doesn't have to go take any more hits. Look, he's hurt. He Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt, and I I understand people just think he's terrible or he sucks, and he's never been, you know, the savior that a lot of people have believed he has been. Whatever, he's hurt. He doesn't want to keep going out there just getting crushed every single game and taking these big hits and not being able to complete passes because he can't set his feet because they're hurt and his back is killing. Like he's hurt, so now he gets to collect a paycheck and not have to go take hits anymore. I'm not saying he's not competitive or he doesn't want or any of those things. And by the way, he is still the number two quarterback, so if something happens to Aiden O'Connell, and Antonio Pierce said this, like he will have the ball again. He will be the quarterback again for the Raiders. So I, I hope people wouldn't give up on him if you're a Raiders fan. Uh, but he, I think right now he's he's cool with helping out, being there to support, and trying to get healthy so when he is called upon, he can go in there and play. All right, rolling towards the halfway point of Cofield and company. Raiders win. Adam throwing the wet blanket all over it. No, he's just being honest. He's being honest about how impressive it was, and we know the Giants are not good right now. And the turf, Max Crosby, Raiders defense, non-contact, whatever, knocked uh, Daniel Jones out of the game. And unfortunately for that young man, even though he cashed in with this deal, who knows what his future is now. Is Now he's going to have to come back from an ACL. Um in about an hour, I'm going to throw out my AFC pecking order. I saw a lot of interesting things on Sunday, and I mentioned it earlier. I'll mention it to the people who are listening now that I didn't walk away from this weekend as many – I heard Cowherd doing this whole thing on the Dolphins, don't have it, and all I needed to see from the Chiefs was yesterday. Uh, come back to me in January. Really? In the AFC? how deep that conference is it's crazy all right so this weekend started off good Ah, oh, come on vgk a loss it's all over yep season's done full up the tent how about the first part of the weekend seven nothing over the abs with 41 saves people are people are not gonna like this here we go it's teeing up for Adam Hill. No, how you can't it? do this, yeah. man. Don't know. How how was a seven nothing win not that good? No. What no, they played very well and it was it was a big one. But I will say I got a text before the game from a good friend in Denver that said, Run to the window, bet any million dollars you can find really? on VGK tonight. 
What kind of flu do the Avs have? He goes, the Avs have been in town since Thursday. Everything I've heard has been, this is not going to go well for Colorado. Oh, they had, they had a, they had a multi-day yeah. Vegas flu. <laughs> yes. Well, That's why nobody from the broadcast well, team can join the show. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Damon, do you get a text? No. To bet it? Oh, Believe I me, wish. The, I've, heard, I've heard these things before. They haven't worked. It's not like I'm going to spread those things around. But hmm. uh, I think watching the game, you were like, okay, yeah, I think – I think this, this may have happen, right? That is, that is one of the advantages. Yes. If yes, teams don't manage the Vegas visit correctly, yeah. it could be destruction. Do, I mean, if people remember the first year, year one of, of VGK, when they ended up going to the final, uh, there was a lot of these situations. But if if you if you can go back in time and somehow find the Capitals game, remember the Capitals won the Stanley Cup that year uh, by beating the Golden Knights. If you can find the Capitals game in Las Vegas during the regular season, go watch that. It looks like a bunch of kids that have never played hockey before trying to skate around the ice hungover. It was it was fantastic. But yeah, I I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take Saturday's game and say, Well, there's seven nothing better than the Avalanche. And if you heard after the game, Bruce Cassidy was like, Look, this is not a seven nothing right. game. We get that. We understand uh that this is not a seven nothing game. But they, they clearly ran out of gas late, probably a couple long days in Vegas after that. But I think what you can say is the Knights were up for it and regardless of how the other team looked, they looked good. Very, very good. And I think that they put a lot into that game because they know that Colorado is a measuring stick. They're one of the best teams in the conference. They're very possibly a team that they could play in the playoffs, um, maybe even very late in the playoffs. And they wanted to you know, kind of see where they were because right now they have to find reasons to get motivated at this point in the season. They're crushing everyone. Uh, they're just a, a, you know, a runaway truck right now running over everybody. So um, I think they put a ton into that game. And when you turn around and have a game like you know 18 hours later, whatever it is, after that emotional win uh, on the road, it's not going to be easy. And the Golden Knights came out and gave it everything they had for two periods. They were up to nothing, and man, did they run out of gas in the third period. They had nothing left in their legs, and got you know, and, and that's what happened. I mean, they lost that game. So I wouldn't take a ton of you know dominant greatness out of the win. And I certainly wouldn't look at the loss and say, what's wrong with this team? Oh, no. Like, Don't overreact. They were tired. It happens. That's why teams don't go undefeated. Like, The better team doesn't always win because it's a long season. Things like this happen. Scheduling did not work out in their favor in that game, and that's why they lost. DeMond's thinking to himself, I still wanted the tip. Oh, man. I would have taken the risk and put it put in a 14 parlay. <laughs> I did. I, I did have him in a 14 parlay, actually. Oh, there you go. You could have just bet it straight for whatever your card. I took them with the points too, man. Minus how many, one and a half. Uh, how many Vegas Golden Knights games have you been to? You've been covering most of them. Yeah, I think I missed one. Okay, home game. Uh, how have the invited guests been for the uh, the siren? Anything interesting? I'm fairly disappointed. Yeah, yeah. A lot of. Season- I was wondering I mean, what the entertainment. Not, I'm not just saying a lot of season ticket holders. Like I'm not not nothing right. against them. I think it's right. very cool they get to do it. I just mean like there's not some. So big they're holding stars. back. Bring Maybe. out the bring out the There's big guns later in the season. A couple. How about the flip side? The Raiders, and I, I don't think we talked to you about this. The Raiders going into this weekend against the Giants, it's like, well, we just fired the coach. We don't know what we have. Let's bring in Babyface and let's bring in Rick Ross. Well, it's been it's you know uh, it's the hip hop anniversary year, so it's been a lot of okay. hip hop for uh, halftime shows. It's been fantastic. I mean, their lineup of halftime shows has been incredible. It must have been insane because Babyface did the anthem, right? He did. 
Boy, it must have been insane for everyone in the media to see Babyface. I mean, what a generational talent we're talking about. What are we what are we looking at here? One of guys? the greatest songwriters and producers. Is he top five of the last twenty five years? Top ten? I would say probably top five. Okay. In terms of producing music and writing music, his own songs are good, but I mean what he's done as a you know, as somebody who makes hits yeah. is far above and beyond. Yep. Any he, of that. he and uh, he and Richard Marks. Why had you never Okay. Had you never heard of Babyface? Is that what you're suggesting? Um I was just I was lobbing a freaking Ephus pitch here for you to slam it out of the park. Yeah. One of the Is this a bit? That that's been speculated. I think it's a bit. It's been speculated. No way. I don't think it is. So specify the reference I'm making. So a certain media member, are we saying who it is? Sure, why not? Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Hondo? Uh Hondo Carpenter. Uh, Part of uh, the very illustrious group of SI writers now, the new SI.com. Excuse me? Um, I don't think that's true. Uh, he yesterday tweeted, this person singing the national anthem, I've never heard of him, but he's fantastic. Has he made any music that I can go pick up? Because I would like to see more of it or hear yeah, more of this, it. This is so over the top. My first thought was he's clearly kidding. He doesn't know who Babyface is, and then the references are just kind of silly. His his music knowledge um, is horrific, and his pop culture knowledge of <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I'm just looking at them on his. I got some jokes out. Oh, his when pop we go culture up knowledge in in certain areas is incredibly lacking. Damon. Some would say, you know, he wouldn't even try to connect with a person like Babyface. <laughs> or outside. you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, You're saying he's white or he's racist? What? Huh? What else? Steve, come on. A, I'm saying he's a blind spot to pop culture. <laughs> Steve, take it easy. Of certain elements. I, I took it too far there. Certain Sorry. elements of pop culture. My bad. Um, he did say that he discovered a rapper recently that he finally likes. Uh, Will Smith. A rapper. Uh, he also then discovered this is a bit. He discovered another rapper recently. Yeah, this is a bit uh, that he really likes and that we all should listen to. Florida. Stop. This is a bit. I mean, it's he, not a bit. I have to be around him every day. It's not a bit. Florida. It's not a bit. No, he he's said, not saying Florida. He said Florida, and I said, "Do you mean Florida?" And he said, "No, no, no, Florida." And then he he called it up on his computer. He knows what he's doing. And I said, "No, that's Florida." He didn't know, but he also thought it was brand new. Um, yesterday, our own – Q's on the air right now? Yep. God, I want to get – he should come down here. Uh, our own Q Just leave your show. confronted him. He said, Hondo, it's not possible to not know who Babyface is. <laughs> and Hondo said he got very into it. I don't know who it is. I've never heard of him. I will download his music tonight and tell you. Like, I'm going to try to find as much as I can. He said today he spent $300 downloading – Music, which I didn't know how that was possible. Just get, like, Spotify. It's not, not that hard. Steve, I see why you say it's a bit. Uh, and then he said, he said, but Q, I have an artist for you. Somebody just gave me uh, an album, and I listened to it, Jezzy. And I saw Q look at him and say, I don't know what you're talking about. And I walked over and said, Honda, are you talking about Jeezy? And he's like, no, it's Jezzy. And then he looked and he said, oh, you might be right. It might be Jeezy. Snowman. <laughs> it's baffling. It's a bit. 
If this if this is how he's brand building, that's that's. I cool. don't think it's a bit. Okay. What's the benefit from this being a bit, Steve? I don't know. To get what, a conversation with you, I don't know what goes through that gentleman's mind. Me neither. It's, it's tough. It's pretty crazy. Do you think he knows who the Scorpions are? Uh, everybody does, Steve. He probably wants to go see them. How would he be able to do that? Thank you. Maybe we can we can call in some favors for your guy, Hondo. Uh, we've got two tickets. Win them before you can buy them. They're going on sale Friday, November 10th, Ticketmaster.com. Who is it? Scorpions. Scorpions, Scorpions, Scorpions. Love it first sting. Get it? Residency at the Bach Theater, Planet Hollywood. April 11th to May 3rd. We're getting you tickets way in advance, but you can buy them on your own if you don't win them. Tickets on sale this Friday. Ticketmaster.com. Scorpions tickets. Caller 7. Damon's going to hook you up. 364-1100. Did we actually give out the prize? Or we got to follow up? How do Colin win? Renee, don't go anywhere. I'm about to get the rest of your information right Hold now. On. We got We got distracted by it. It was a very interesting question at the Raiders press conference that was today. Yeah. Yeah. The subject is appropriating culture <laughs> and making sure someone else knows that uh, who you're with and what you got around you. The curry favor. Sure. It's a pretty cheap move. Sure Pretty is. weak. Sure is. Pretty weak. <laughs> what is this old footage? They're showing uh, the the, the uh, college basketball game between Oregon and Georgia is being played at T-Mobile, and they were showing the strip as they came back. Yep. Uh, I don't think the fountains are working anymore, right? And I don't know. certainly not I, people walking in front of them. Um, I've seen old coverage on, on some national games recently as well. I think I... I think I saw something. Oh, you know what it was? It was uh, there was some sporting event that was based in Vegas, and when they showed the Vegas shot, uh, the Monte Carlo branding was still on that building instead of Park MGM. I'm okay. like, wow, they really went back. It's been a couple of years at least, right? They also drained the uh, the water in front of Venetian. Looks like they did. I saw some photos on the strip. I will not go down there, obviously, right now. But you you will not go down, or you can't go. I'm down? not going. I'm not. There's no chance. You sent over. I a have text. my little backways into uh, into T-Mobile, but there's backways that aren't affected. Yeah, I got. I I'm not telling you on the air. No, <laughs> no. Do you want to bring up the cardinal sin of all cardinal sins, and he should pay for it forever? Which one? Your good friend, oh. Ron yeah. Kantowski. Yeah, giving away the the. Parking secret, secret? secret parking spot for VGK and also for uh, fights, fights at the MGM Grand. Yeah, no, it's no good. Come on, dude. That got taken care of quickly. How often do you hold back on stuff on the air, like local snitches, restaurants? Well, restaurants. I mean, we've had a couple that just now you can't even get in anymore. It's so right. frustrating. Yeah, that's that's my snitch or my restaurant. I'm not telling you about it. Yeah. Traffic ones for sure. Yeah, you guys are all going crazy. You're going. You're all going batty. Cheap. JVT was sending in something last week about the race and how he's flipping out Ugh, with the traffic. It's so, so ridiculous. I did that. I told you I told you during a break. I did that weird um, split road thing that now they have on uh, Spring Mountain into Twain by the Sphere. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Have you done that? No. They they split the road on each side because they've got the high fences and the barrier. I actually thought about crashing into the barrier because it looked really soft, and then I was like, ah, it might be steel. What about – It looks like it's cushioned, like it's marshmallowy, and then I was like, well, what if it's actually steel? Yeah. I don't want to do that. 
also you can just bounce off and hit the car behind you or so you don't want to do that um what about tropicana right now is like you're going the wrong way each way i don't know uh doomsday doug on the traffic which is what is he i he i really think he takes such joy in like the road is closed now <laughs> but i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't know about a lot of the major road closures without doug on traffic yeah but you know if the Man, he runs into the studio to record a new one. Ah, uh, new closure? Ah, oh, yes, let's go. <laughs> I'm on it. You guys did a story in the paper about businesses in that, um, what, Koval, Flamingo to LV Boulevard area? Yeah, essentially, um, like, I mean, Koval to, Koval to, what is the, the street that runs behind uh, uh, behind the link? Whatever that, that street is, like, th- that area right across from where, like, the... Uh, I was going to say Bally's, the horseshoe sports book is in the food mm-hmm. court. That area right there, which you can't really access by car right now. Flamingo's closed. Uh, I, don't, I, think, I don't think it's reopened. You sure? Um, I'm when not did sure. that happen? Well, I know. I drove one of the new temporary bridges. I showed uh, Damon the video last week. It was incredible. Oh, maybe the yeah, Because it was, fi- it was finally open. Yeah. And it's like the, the temporary bridge, the... Uh, the arc on it is incredible. Like you go, re- you know, pretty high right away. And I was like, "Wow, I got through here like that. This is great. Leave these bridges here. They're gonna okay. tear them down." Well, I've, I haven't been there. I, I know, you know, I was at a wedding uh, a couple weeks ago where the ceremony was at Caesars, and the uh, reception was at uh, UNLV. And what's about an hour ride? Uh, yeah, we it was we were on the, we were on the party bus. Oh, it's like forty five minutes. Oh my god. Because you can go down Flamingo. Like, literally, it's it's a mile down Flamingo. Caesars. But Flamingo's closed. Really? So we had to go, like, way out around the sphere. You so got was you, ridiculous. You got long hauled. Yes. It's a new long haul. Was there, but Flamingo's it's out of necessity, so it's not a long it's haul. It's just it's excruciating every day. Yeah. And here, here's the great thing when we talk about these road conversations. Like, there's some Disney song going through DeMond's head. He doesn't care. Right. Well, Because he does not get He actually up. got his car taken away at a great time. Nobody wants to be on the road anyway. That's probably why it wasn't making car payments. It got foreclosed. Adam said earlier, he goes, I don't even want to go out anymore. I don't. You're just afraid of what you're going to run into with the roads. It's it's absolutely. How about this? I think you know that I hate Florida. I hate it. Everything about it, especially Orlando, which is just, I don't know why it was ever created. I, I love Orlando, but I hate Florida. Okay. So it's a tough combination. I'm uh, actually, by the way, I'm flying into, because the uh, the basketball team, Run Rebels, play a lot of road games. So I'm flying into Orlando. I may see find, you in, may see you in o- Daytona. Is that right? Yeah, it's possible. Hey, I want to, I actually, I told DeMond, he, this was another one. Talk about upper crust, uh, JV golfer. I told DeMond, and I know you would do this. I'm like, I'm flying to Orlando. I don't really have a way to get to Daytona because I refuse to rent a one-way rental car. I'm not doing it to the company, right? Why so I'm like, drive back to Orlando. Uh, That's what I'm doing. I was going to take the bus. There's a twenty-dollar <laughs> bus. Have you take? I mean, if you I'm take, there, I'll you, do it. You, you take mass transit everywhere. Not here because oh, I don't I, have any. I have a story for you from last week. I, I can tell you. Never will I ever. Uh, I, I would have yeah, taken the bus. I found I found someone else traveling, and I'm going to jump in their rental car. So, um, yeah. I'm, uh, so the. The, What's the big deal, though? But what I was going to say is I hate I hate Florida, but the Raiders are practicing in Orlando next week before they play the Dolphins, so I'll be there all week. That's a good I trip. I cannot wait. Oh, I, you just I've get out of here. never been this excited to go to Florida. <laughs> Ever. 
Are you gonna go? You gonna go? Uh, you got some time to go to like Universal? No, come on. Very busy, but Splash I'm, Mountain, whatever it's called. What, don't I think it's a, it's a much better? No, that's the ride. What's their water park? That would be great. I'll tell you right now. Adam at the Disney water I'll, park. I'll tell you right now. The only place I really care about going is Waffle House. I know. We talked about that uh, road trip in Albuquerque. We never made it. You know why? Because I I couldn't make it late. I shut down. We got uh, Ojos Locos there anyway. Well, that's where we were. <laughs> of course. We were there, and I was like, it was like 9.15. I'm like, falling asleep. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I got up too early. I didn't sleep yeah. enough the night before, and I got up too early. It's a problem. And the well, only it time- is when you're falling asleep at Ojos Locos. The o- I don't know how you can do that. The only, the only, The only time that uh, you can go to Waffle House is that last call wherever you are, too. Yep. So that's when I'll be going. Um, I'll, I'll be working in the room, writing, and then say, oh. People are drunk in that Waffle House. I'm in. I'm in. I can't wait. I got to go over there. So I'm excited for that. But I'm only excited for Florida because I can get away from here for this week, which is going to be – I feel sorry for my fellow Las Vegans for next week. I feel sorry for you. Good luck. Oh, man. I hope the city's still here when I get back. You know what I just forgot? Uh Uh-oh. I'm flying on Sunday. Of F1 F1 weekend. You're flying out. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to get to the airport? Good luck, bro. I think I'm going to Should it be over by then? It's Saturday night at midnight, right? What does over mean? I mean, hopefully. Wouldn't, won't the airport be No, just but jam-packed? everyone is going to be oh, flying you know out. I'm actually, I am flying on that Sunday, but it's a red eye. I'm oh. flying at 12.59. Oh, you're fine. Now, getting there might be a problem because the race is going on. No. It's, it, you're flying Saturday night or Sunday night? Like Sunday morning. Saturday night into Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's so. Literally, the race is going to be going on, I think, when you're... So you don't think I can get through that Spring Mountain thing I've no. talked about? No, that, that won't work. Okay. No, you can't. Travel, no, nothing better than talking about travel on Sports Talk Radio, right? <laughs> nothing more entertaining. It, it involves the city. It does. You, our listeners well, have to deal with this it's next a big week, topic. and I feel bad for you It's all. a big topic. Um, I was out today at uh, UNLV. They had a bunch of stuff going on. Barry Odom, press conference. Also, Kevin Kruger and basketball team availability. They have an opener coming up on Wednesday. Kevin Kruger radio show actually starts up tomorrow. Parkway Tavern in the district, and uh, this part of the media scrum, Kruger was addressing what his expectations are this season for the Rebels. Got a lot of opportunities to get better, and uh, as the year goes on, I think this is a group that will. You know, we've got a lot of experience. We've got uh, great additions that came in. We've got a great returning group. So uh, I think this is a group, though, that their competitiveness and their drive will uh, it will be seen throughout the year. So um, expectations, in, in my opinion, with the non-conference schedule we have with the Mountain West the way it's been is uh, if we can just fi- you know focus on the short term and the progress, then uh, we could have a good year. Our strength is our depth. Um, I think we've got a great roster. Um, you know, you talk about the, the returning guys with Shane, with Jackie, uh, Webb, Lou, uh, they, they form a, a really good nucleus for us. Um, and then, of course, the additions of, of Jalen, um, you know, DJ Brooklyn. Um, and then Rob's versatility, Jalen's versatility. I think it, you know one of our strengths is uh, the ability to mix and match a little bit. And uh, you, like you know injuries are part of the game, unfortunately. So uh, this is a group that would be on the challenge probably from night one, depending on uh, Shane's availability. What do you know about Southern? Uh, new team, completely new team, new coaching staff, and uh, a bunch of new guys. Uh, so um, I guess normal <laughs> for for game one in college basketball. Um, but uh, we know they played an exhibition game. They got TCU tonight. Uh, we know the, the one that in the exhibition game, they played hard. Um, you know, they, they, they pass the ball, they drive, they attack. So the challenge will be to guard the ball. 
That's the that's our, our priority number one for this scouting report is to guard the dribble, keep the ball in front, and, and get some solid defensive possessions uh, going. Because I do think this this group has a, a a great opportunity to be a, a very very good defensive. There you go, Kevin Kruger. I was asking you during the interview, one over the air. Um, are you cool with uh, mostly conventional first names when he's rolling through the roster? Yeah, I think so. Because you don't. Well, I think you like the hockey. Deal. The nicknames? Carly. Yeah, with Barbie and yeah. she and no, I don't. Marshy? I don't. No, I don't mind the guys in the locker room using it. Right. I don't like when then media people start doing it. Really? Yeah. So VGK media people start addressing him as, so like if, if, you know, hey, if, what do you think of Barbie's game tonight? If Jack Eichel, and by the way, Eichel doesn't say Carly, he says Carl, which is, uh, it's cool too. Um, but Carly, like William Carlson. You're, that's your nicknames to each other. Like, it's in your locker right. room. That's it's fine. Like, thing. that's what you do. You're friends. But then when a media person is like, hey, what do you think of Marchie's performance tonight? No. A lot of standards. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. A little more on the Rebels. A lot more on the Rebels. Uh, on the way back, we got 4 o'clock hour. Reno is in, and we're going to break down the Raiders a little more and what's happening moving forward with the Raiders. And, uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Your favorite. Your favorite. Where was Taylor Swift this weekend? All right, first game. Of the uh, Hall of Fame series over at T-Mobile. College basketball started. Men's and women's basketball going on today. Daytime session. Oregon just beat Georgia 82-71. to Dante for Oregon. Leads the way with 16 and 21. 16 points. And finally Dante. Power dude, 6'11", 230. So 16 and 21. Are you doing uh, – I guess that league ended, huh, where you dra- you guys drafted all the basketball teams and tried to go for total win totals yeah. with like 12 teams? Yeah, unfortunately. That's too bad. That's sad. I know how much you love that. It was the best. How intense you were about that. It was the best. Pandemic casualty. Yeah, some organization problems. Yeah. Makes it tough. Sucked. Yeah. So we just uh, played some audio from Kevin Kruger. He spoke for about 12 minutes. Today, so I'll put that up on uh, at Steve Cofield at UNLV All Access. Um, there was a question during the player availability where the RJ writer actually used me as sort of an indirect subject. So I'll have to explain that. Oh boy. The four o'clock hour. Yeah, it was a little weird. So Rebels for Southern, seven o'clock tip. By the way, new floor. I was very much into the new floor talk. I think I asked too many questions about the new floor. That We'll have that out. I, th- I had some disagreements about it with some people. With what? You don't like it? Uh, I kind of like the I kind of like the concept of kind of the throwback. Right. But I do – I mean, there was nothing I liked more than pointing out how inaccurate the skyline of Las Vegas was on the old court. Right. So I kind of want that back. I actually asked Kruger if the skyline was a distraction and a problem with inbounds and half court. That's the kind of stuff I get into. And then I talked to Justin Webster, and I was like, there were dead spots on that last court, weren't there? He's like, yeah. There's on every court. Uh, this this last one. I, the cityscape court. Eh, junky. I liked it. What do you think about the in-season tournament courts in the NBA? I love them. They're fantastic. I think they're awesome. <laughs> they're I, the Lakers is blinding. It's so awesome. It's awesome. I, anything that changes it up. And yeah. anything that annoys traditionalists, I love. Oh, for sure. 
Because you know Twitter went well, wild over the, the multicolors and everything else. Back in my day. Yeah. Shut up. The best court, I think, in college in basketball is Oregon's court is, I think, the best. I hate Oregon's court. The, the woods? I hate, I've told you why. I see people all the time, well, because you're colorblind, I think yeah, is the I issue. I can't but, see the ball. Uh, During but the I game, think I'm the, like, why is that guy just moving his hand? There, I've, I've seen many backcourt violations just because people don't know yeah. where they are. Oh, you can't, you can't tell. Great. It's great. That's a, a huge home court advantage. That's, yes. Yeah. You, I would say unfair. Well, it's home. you got to know the court. you got to know the court. What I mean that there is a benefit to playing at home. Right. Knowing the court is a big one. UNLVtickets.com is where you get the tickets for Rebels throughout the season, season tickets. I'm excited for this season. So Gotta stay I. healthy. Just like last year. I think they could have had a magical season last year had uh, Parquet not got hurt in game eleven and that changed the the whole outlook. And they didn't switch the defense quickly enough and, and go more um multiple looks on the switching defense and the Mountain West kinda got him at the beginning. Of the whole deal. Yeah, I think it could have been a much better season for sure. And, you know, hopefully this one goes south. And, and you know, there is a, a pretty difficult schedule ahead for sure. But if they can navigate that. Well, I even if they, they can't can with a ton of wins, you know, they're not, they're not going, I don't know how many non-con they have total. If it's 11 again, they're not going 10 and 1. So if they go, I, I almost said I almost said 8 and 5, 13 games. But if they were to go seven, well, I would say eight and three would be a goal. There's some there's some tough games. Yeah, for sure. There's some tough games, but uh, they've got more than enough talent. And I'll tell you what, you want to know about how crowded the UNLV market has gotten. We were just pointing out this T-Mobile tournament uh, coming up is LSU women playing Colorado and then USC. Damn it, no brawny. But they actually have the number one high school recruit in the country on the team, Collier. Uh, but USC's playing coming up. And the early session had no one there. No. And I thought when it was going to be Brawny and then Mulkey and Reese, when that was announced like six months ago, I was like, they're going to get like 15000 for it. Now I, I don't have so much confidence after watching the first game with like 1,000 well, people there. Selfishly, I mean, I, I hope these events do well so they keep coming back. But there is one coming up on December 23rd that actually, you know, what, oh boy, what happened? No, I just thought of something I wanted to hit with you in the last no. minute. Go ahead. No, I, I'm hoping that the attendance is similar so the tickets are cheap because I'm going. Oh, okay. You know, my, my adopted FAU, FAU Owls will oh, be yeah. in town to play Arizona on December 23rd. I did not get to read your whole NIT tournament column. I know it's like 10 days ago. Yeah, it's old. Well, I, I want to hear about it. Yeah. So uh, what happened? NIT got ruined by the NCAA because of Las Vegas. Uh, well, not really because of Las Vegas, but uh, Fox – uh, was working on a plan that they were about to propose where the leagues that they own, which essentially Big Ten, yep. uh, S- Big East, SEC, <coughs> I'm trying to remember, Big 12, they have three They have three major co- college basketball conferences that they own that they have the games on, and they were going to make it mandatory for the schools that don't make the NCAA from those conferences to come play in the Vegas 16 or whatever they were going to call it, that was already a thing, but so this was uh, all of the schools from those conferences, regardless so, if one of them has a five and twenty-seven season. Yep. Wow. So last year, I think there was only thirteen total schools. So you, then you would have had to invite three other schools from somewhere else to make the to round out the field. But yeah, every horrific team was going to be in. So basically, they were just going to make their own tournament with some big names that weren't very good, uh, which would have absolutely decimated the NIT. And the NIT probably should have said, "Good, go do your nonsense. We don't want the five and twenty-seven team anyway." We're gonna do it. We're, we're gonna do our thing, but instead they got panicked, and the NCA, which owns the NIT, said, "Okay, automatic bids to the top two schools and all of those leagues now, and the small conference automatic bids 
No more. No more. So if you win your league and don't win your conference tournament, usually you get an automatic bid to the NIT. You still get to play a postseason tournament against the big boys, uh, have a chance to make a run, and now that's gone. The NIT sucks now. <laughs> it also it also stems from last year yeah. having North Texas and uh, UAB play in the NIT championship game in Vegas, and people were like, "Where's the where's the big schools? Who cares? These are the two best schools that weren't in the tournament. It was great." <laughs> 